0: my dad was uh, my dad, my uncle, my grandparents. I mean, they were hustlers. We were talking about hustlers, right? They were hustlers. My, my grandparents when they came from Cuba. They, they moved to New York. They were, and they got into the textile industry. And my grandmother ran like a factory with like 80, 90 people. Um, and, and she was amazing. And then eventually when they worked their way back to South Florida, they started their own small business. My uncle was part of the business. Then on weekends, we had like a little retail shop or a little store at the flea market, at the Opalaka flea market. And we would work there and, and sell some of the samples and things like that, that my grandmother and her her group were making during the week for for these other companies. So, you know, my, my parents always tried to figure it out and they always tried to, you know, to make things happen. And, and they're always f- trying to grow, you know, and always trying to give their kids and their families more. And I think, um, you know, that's something that was instil- in, instilled in me at an early age.
1: Today, today, we have the Noel Martinez. Should I sound, get a little better with this? If I gotta go harder <laughs> this. This? Um, that now, sounds have, good. Now, this is a good brother of mine, man. You know, I remember Noel from the start, man. Him and Gail brought me into the, <laughs> f- brought me into the chamber when um, who? Beth Kegel was the president. It was this seven years ago, eight years ago? Yeah, probably a little more close no, to that. Yeah, about mm-hmm. ten, call it 10 years ago. Okay, my office was on Singer Island. Um, I really, I moved my office from West Palm Beach to Riviera Beach on Singer Island. I didn't know what was going on. I'm coming from concert promotion, aggressive marketing, um, guerrilla marketing, street team stuff. And between Gail and Noel, I had to sign it. Like, I just had to join the chamber. I was like, these two could sell water to a well. Like, I don't even know what they're talking about, but I'm going to just do it. And I've been part of the chamber since then um today we have noel martinez superstar rock star Noel, nah. how you doing my brother
0: oh my god it's so great to be Dude, right, here noel, man, it's my gonna boy be i
1: think this, this conversation is gonna be good i want to start from the beginning of course noel martinez born and raised where hialeah hialeah florida hialeah. <laughs> cuba Almost. Yeah. Almost. Pretty pretty close. Born in Cuba, Miami. Um, <laughs> Hi, what is What was it like growing up in Hialeah, Florida? And who did you grow up? Who were you raised by? You're both parents? Well, yes. Other sisters?
0: Yeah. So, you know, you hear stories about Hialeah. It's really not that bad. Like, I, I'm- no, I am i
1: did say it was bad. It was just, I know it's Cuba.
0: I, I'm, I'm proud <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. from Hialeah. Because, you know, it taught me a lot. And, you know, I, I've got some amazing friends that still live there. And, and it's such a great community. It's home. It, it is home. It will always be home. And I still get to go back there. Every once in a while, enjoy some good Cuban food because you can't find absolutely food like that up here. But Absolutely, no, you, know, you can't. For me, it, it was, you know, we grew up, we definitely weren't poor. We were like a low, low to middle class mm-hmm. kind of, you know, my parents hustled, right? Hardworking,
1: hustling Hardworking,
0: parents. hustling parents, always, you know, trying to figure out a buck. We never mm-hmm. missed a meal. Right. Um. We had, you know, always had, you know, not decent clothes to wear to school. So, you know, growing up in Hialeah, it was, it w- it was great. You know, I had a great time. I, I grew up playing sports. So mm. baseball is, you could imagine. I could only imagine. In Hialeah, it, I mean, that's life. That's mm-hmm. all you talk about. My poor sister got dragged around to every baseball tournament. <laughs> yeah. All over the country. Super at the time. prideful Cubans. Oh my goodness! I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I am where I am today because of that—that that little fire. Mm. I call it the Cuban fire, right? Because uh, we're very, very proud people.
1: Um, we work hard, right? Absolutely. Um, but we're very, very proud and very passionate about everything we do. Did your parents, was your father into sports? Your father was into baseball a lot? Or? So
0: my family, they're sports fanatics, right? Obviously, baseball was the number one thing. All my cousins, my dad, my uncle, um, all of us grew up playing baseball, right? I was very fortunate to play baseball for a couple years at Broward Community College. So I went a little bit further than my dad and my cousins, but baseball was life. We're all diehard Miami Dolphin fans, too. Of course you know what i mean growing up down there yeah, i can i can tell you stories of my dad taking me to 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 the old orange bowl you know and and watching the dolphins play when uh, we used to be very good we're actually pretty good again now we're doing oh, pretty well we right now but, we but but yeah i mean you know sports was a big deal to us in our family and 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 it still is i mean you go down there My cousin's kids are all playing travel, baseball, playing football, basketball. They're all super active, doing all kinds of things.
1: So mom and dad in the home. My my parents got divorced when I
0: was young, right? So, you know, we split time as, you know, as you could imagine. I was, you know, with my mom half the time, with my dad half the time. Um, My mom lived on one side of Hialeah. Hialeah is big. It's a big, big municipality. So on the west side of Hialeah, I lived with my mom. On the east side of Hialeah, I lived with my dad. And, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, it, it was great. It, it really, really was, it really
1: was good. You still found that balance with even the homes being broken up? Yeah,
0: you know, it's like anything else, right? You know, it's tough when, you know, when, when you first go through it, right? You know, uh, um, it, uh, of course it's tough, but, you know, for we, we did the best we could with it. You know, we were so busy with sports. Yeah. Like it was school and sports, school and baseball, school and baseball. And, and literally I'm, I'm at baseball practice after school. On weekends, we're traveling all over the state, playing in travel league games and and tournaments and doing all those things. And my poor sister was dragged along all that. So So it's just you two? It's just me and my sister, yeah. How much younger was she from? She's about a year and a half, well, a year and a half younger than me.
1: So now growing up also in Hialeah, speak a little bit about the pride, the culture, like that feeling you get being raised from Hialeah. It's, It's tough to describe, right? It's,
0: you know, it's a, in my opinion, it's a very competitive mm. atmosphere or culture, right? Like everyone is, wants to win. Everyone wants to be the best at everything that they do, right? Um, But at the same time, you know, it's, they're the most passionate people you will ever meet. If you're a friend, you're family, right? And if you're family, boy, you know, you have the heatest conversations at the same time. It's a lot of passion. Don't let anybody you know, mess with anyone in your family, right? So, you know, I, I think the the city of Hialeah kind of embraces that, that culture. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a very, very passionate community.
1: Was it different at mom's house than it was at dad's house? Was it a little... Come on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Which one did you take advantage of more? Oh, was it dad man. or mom? And I don't know, man. parents
0: are tough, you know. They are. I, I don't know if I was taking much advantage. I mean, we had a lot of fun growing up and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I was very fortunate to to have a great group of friends down there and grow up with a great group of people. But, you know, it, 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 they were both equally tough, you know? My dad demanded a lot from us, right? Nice. My dad pushed me to the mm-hmm. limits and he, and, and he always, and he did it until the day he passed away, right? He was just, a, he was tough and, and he was very tough on me on sports, he was tough on me in school, but that was good, you know. Um, you know, he was fair, he was so always the the
1: expectation that he had for you guys?
0: Oh, he, I don't know if he expected me to go play pro ball one day or anything like that. But, you know, again, it goes back to pride, right? He wanted his son to be the best. And he wanted his son to have more than he ever had. And, um, you know, that's something that my my dad was definitely tougher on me than my mom ever
1: was mm. because of that. So so now growing up in highly of course, still staying with it, was there any coaches that influenced you? or, you know, teachers, or was it really just your parents that was really the one, the supporting factor through it all? But, you know, you've got family members,
0: right? We were mm-hmm. very tight. You know, my uncle and I were very, very close. My uncle ended up becoming very successful. He was a big, he ended up becoming a big exec in the textile industry. Um, you know, so he had a big influence in me in my life as well. And he was more like a brother to me than he was my uncle. Like him and I were very, very close. So he had a huge influence on me. Mm-hmm. In high school, you know, growing up playing sports, of course, you come across some coaches that really kind of leave their stamp on you. There's a a gentleman by the name of Nestor Valiente. He coached at our rival high school, and he was the guy that helped um, me get my scholarship. And you want to talk about a disciplinary. This guy was someone that did not play. And although I never played for him, he would always hold me accountable, even though I was going to another school. Like, how are your grades? What's going on? are you you know you staying out of trouble don't be doing anything crazy and he helped me get my scholarship I a mean, crazy story about you know we call him chief right so crazy story about chief you know 20 years later 50, 20 30 years later um we're out in the acreage you know w- with my ex-wife and my kids and we're going into high school and guess who i run into
1: chief
0: chief is chief is teaching at my son's high school and he ended up you know really getting to know my kids Gio and Bella, and, and and he had an influence on my kids as well, which was great. And to this day, I still talk to him. Him and I go grab a cigar every once in a while and talk about life, talk about sports, of course, talk about baseball, and then we share some war stories because he's still teaching. And sure as you could imagine,
1: as you could imagine, he's got some crazy war stories to tell you. So and so now, how long? You when did you leave out of Hialeah? Right after, right out of high school, or yes, yeah, so right out of high school.
0: So I played baseball in college in high school. Um, I was fortunate to to get the baseball scholarship. I played at Broward Community College up in Davie, which was about 45 minutes north of, of Hialeah. And to be honest with you, I ended up, you know, I stayed there during the week instead of driving back and forth. I, I didn't stay, you know, I didn't have room and board. I would, since it was so close, you know, you could drive back and forth. But I ended up staying with the rest of the baseball players there on the couch, yeah. you know, during the week. And then weekends, I'd Figure come home. Out. And then, you know, I'd work, I, I, I'd i have a, you know, a job. I, I got into the restaurant industry, which, you know, you and I mm-hmm. have a lot of war stories to share about Absolutely. that, right? Um, so I got into the restaurant industry and I was, you know, bussing, waiting tables while I was playing ball. Cause again, you know, my, my, my parents didn't have a ton. I mean, they had just enough.
1: You had to figure it out.
0: We had to figure it out. So, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd play baseball during the week commit to that. And then on weekends I'd try to make a buck or
1: two so I could go and have fun and do whatever I need to do and get whatever I needed. That grind that you have, um, starting from back then, was it from watching your parents, watching your family? Just like, how does that, where did that grind come from? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like my
0: dad was uh, my dad, my uncle, my grandparents, I mean, they were hustlers. We were talking about hustlers, right? They were hustlers. My my grandparents, when they came from Cuba, they they moved to New York, they were and they got into the textile industry. And my grandmother ran like a factory with like 80, 90 people. Um, and and she was amazing. And then eventually when they worked their way back to South Florida, they started their own small business. My uncle was part of the business. Then on weekends, we had like a little retail shop or a little store at the flea market, at the Opalaka flea market. And we would work there and, and sell some of the samples and things like that that my grandmother and her, her group were making during the week for, for these other companies. So, you know, my, my parents always tried to figure it out and they always tried to, you know, to make things happen. And, and they're always trying to grow, you know, and always trying to give their kids and their families more. And I think, um, you know, that's something that was instilled in, instilled
1: in me at an early age. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to ask you because all I know you for is grinding, <laughs> and, and 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 you're a natural. You're a natural leader. Thank so you. thank you. I, I'm wondering. Was that based off your family, you know, from what you saw? And because you said your grandmother was also a leader. so it
0: was like my grandmother still is. She's 96 years old in in, in a home and she's still bossing everybody around and telling everybody what to do. Right. She should. Not that leading, not that leadership is bossing people (laughs) around. But, you know, she's got a very, very strong personality. And, you know, she was very high up in her church and to this day, still very active in her church. She was part of the. Of a group of people that they started the first Presbyterian church in Miami, in downtown Miami, and that church has grown drastically. And, and, and I know, you know, she's always been a leader. My uncle was the same way. You know, and growing up in sports, it teaches you that, right? Like it teaches you how to work with people and 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 uh and you know, some people just kind of, you know, looking back. I remember people telling me that all the time. Like, you know, oh, you're a leader. I, I was a baseball captain in high school. I was a captain in college. I, you know, I've always been the guy that kind of gravitates. T- people gravitate to to kind of to lead them. I don't know why that is, um, but but I embrace it. I think um, it's something that I enjoy. I enjoy you is know? it a, is
1: this something that you actually work on or is it really natural for you?
0: I, I think it's kind of natural, right? But again, knowing me you know, you want to work. I, I want to be better. Right. And, and I'm, you know, a podcast junkie and I read a lot of books and I study a lot and, you know, and I listen to a lot of these leadership people on YouTube or, you know, or I listen to podcasts all the time. I try to read here and there. I listen to a lot of audiobooks while I'm working out. It's so a new way of things. learning also. Beethoven, you know, we got to continue to grow, right? Absolutely. I mean, you've known me for almost 10 years and you've seen how absolutely. much I've grown in ten years, and that just doesn't happen, you know. You've got to, you've got to work at that, and you've got to have the desire to grow. And I think, um, you know, that's something that I've been best blessed with. I've got that fire in my belly that my family taught me. Right, mm. we 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 got to keep going. Let's go. We want to grow. We want to do better. We want We want more for our family. And and um, you know, I, I think that's where that all comes from, if that makes sense.
1: No, it absolutely do. So now you're in high school, captain of football team, baseball team. Mm-hmm. I apologize. What's next after that for you?
0: So I, I was playing baseball in college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was spending part-time in Davie. I was waiting tables. Um, I ended up meeting my, my kid's mom, my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she was working in the restaurant industry with me. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we fell in love, right? And, okay. and um, she ended up, um, you know, after, you know, towards the end of my second year in college, um, my baseball season was ending. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna make it to the show. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have the talent to 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 do this for a living. And um, you know, we ended up moving in with her and Broward, and 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 just kind of started working full time in the restaurant industry. And before you know it, um, you know, uh, she was pregnant with our son, uh, Geo, and um, I had to work. Now it's time. Yeah, it's real. so. You know, I I kind of moved up the rankings in the restaurant industry,
1: and, and but before I, you go there, I want sorry to cut you off on that yeah, part. You ahead. said something that was very important for you to notice and to realize the reality that I might not make it to the pro. There is, I think that's sometimes the most difficult thing for people to realize. Like, what did you like? How and what did you do? Like, I'm trying to understand how did you get that clarity, and how are you okay with moving on with it? from that?
0: Look, I, I, I'm the first person, you you know, me, I'm, I, yeah, I have a lot of pride, but I, I, I'm realistic. Right. And you know, you look, and I played with a lot of baseball players growing up. I was pretty decent ball player, but I'm nowhere near at the level that some of these guys are making millions and millions of dollars. Right. Um, But to me, it's pretty simple. Like, Hey, that's not, that's not what's going to get you there. Right. That's not going to take you to that. That's not what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Martinez, you need to Hmm. Started doing something else. And at the time, you know, what did I know? I was pretty good at the restaurant business, man. I was bartending at the time. Um, serving. I've ser- I was serving and bartending now. And I'm like, you know, I'm good with people. I've always been good with people, right? Um, and uh, the restaurant industry is a people business, right? It's all about pe- Everything we do is all about people, right? 100%. It's all about relationships. So um, I got into restaurant management. You know, I started talking to the manager. Hey, I want to do this. So I'm going to have a baby soon. I, I want to make some money, you know? Well, what do I need to do there? And before you know it, I got into the management program. Um, you know, 20, at 21 years old, I, I became the general manager of, of a hops microbrewery. I don't know if you remember those guys with the little mm-hmm. honey bun croissants back in the day before microbreweries were cool because right now it's the thing. Absolutely. They were a, a very hot concept that was had restaurants all over the country. In
1: Broward or?
0: All over the whole country. At the time, oh, wow. I was in Broward. They mm-hmm. had opened up a new store in Pembroke Pines And then, um, you know, I, I got into the management program, started managing there, and then I got an opportunity to become the general manager at a, at a very underperforming store in Stewart. And I'm like, well, you know, didn't pay great. I mean, you know, maybe a little bit more money than what I was paying, nowhere near what, you know, some of the other general managers were probably making at that time, but I wanted my shot and I knew if I got my shot, you know, I'm no matter what, I'm going to be successful. So, um, Luckily at the time, my future mother-in-law was living out in the acreage and and we ended up living with her for a little bit and ended up building a house across the street. And I took the job in Stewart and worked in Stewart for, gosh, a couple years. I, w- I was the general manager there um, and and did some great stuff, turned it around. They were like, you know, we, we took it from 30% down in sales to 18% up in like, in like a year. Um, staff was great. Things were going really, really well for us. Um, and, and, and I was happy, you know, things were great. It was fun. You know, the drive wasn't fun, but you know, it happened. Then eventually, um, you know, the founders of, of a a new concept called Bonefish Grill at the time, um, these, these two execs from hops microbrewery left to go start that concept. And I remember before they left, like, Noel, we're going to come back and get you. You know, I was the young guy. Mm -hmm. I was the young guy. They liked, they saw a future in me and sure enough, three, four years later, they open up these couple restaurants out in the West coast in Tampa. They open up these bonefish grills and all of a sudden they're taken off and here comes OSI Outback comes in and buys them and says, we're going to put them all over the country. So um, we get approached. I get approached by, by my old, you know, by an old friend. Like, you know, we had a lot of people that went to go work for that company because of the connection the with the hops. Right. And um, they reached out to me and, and I ended up uh, taking an opportunity with them, went over to the West coast trained, did all my training over there. I'd spend like 10 days at a time there in a hotel training, learning about the new Holy concept. There. My goodness, I was 23, 20, 24-ish, 24, 25, something like that. And a young family, right? You know, I had a really young family. My my At that time now, I've got a second child. My daughter's born, so I have two young kids. And my poor ex-wife, you know, is at home with the kids 10 days straight. And I'm over here training. I'm training. And then I'd come home for four or five days straight. And, you know, spend time with the family. But um, so eventually, once my training got done, we we came down to South Florida and opened up three restaurants down here. The third one, well, they opened up a lot more than three restaurants, but I was a part of the, the group that opened up the first three in South Florida. And then um, I ended up uh, op- getting the store here in North Palm. You know, the Bonefish Grill in North Palm, It used to the store used to be on US1 and PGA. Now they're in Midtown, so a little bit further down the road. But we opened up this brand new concept here in, 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 Northern Palm Beach County. And, you know, I, it was, it was great. You know, we, we ended up, we had a very successful opening. We were doing over $4 million in sales, dinner only concept. Um, you know, I, 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 we were killing it. We were Which crushing it. We all know
1: it. that's not easy.
0: We were crushing it. And, and, you know, I had the opportunity, we became like the management training store, Uh, We were training all the managers throughout the country. They were sending down right here in our area to train at our store. Things were good. But part of that, you know, I ended up joining the chamber, right? Because, you know, they tell you, everybody tells you, right? You move into an area. Now, obviously, I'm going to tell you that now, too. Yeah, what a coincidence. (laughs) But you go, you know, you join the chamber of commerce because you want to get out there and meet people. So, obviously, I joined the chamber and immediately fell in love with this community right? We started doing work with a lot of nonprofits. We, um, you know, started hosting charity dinners at the restaurant. We were, we weren't open during the day. So we would do things during the day. We'd open up the restaurant for certain charities. And then I started volunteering more, right? And, 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 and getting involved with not only nonprofit organizations, but getting more engaged in the chamber. Um, I got involved with a, at the time we had a Hispanic council as part of the group that started the Hispanic council. And then there was already grow and the Artigraw Fine Arts Festival, which is has really grown since then, um, you know, I, I started volunteering in, in, on the side operations committee and would bring my kids with me. Like, you know, would bring my son Gio at the time because Bella was still young. And Gio at eight, seven, eight years old would come with me. And we'd spend the day at the festival working, you know, volunteering, doing some great things. And just built some amazing relationships. Got to know some of the most influential people in the county through, through the chamber and through, the, and through volunteering at that event. And before you know it, eventually, you know, we end up winning small business of the year from the chamber, which was such a huge honor at the time. I remember, I remember when they told me how excited I was because I was so, I mean, I'm a passionate you guy. You know that, you know, mm-hmm. I was so passionate about the chamber that I, I was very proud to get that award. Well, needless to say, you know, as my kids start getting older, um, you know, I, I wanted to be home. Right. And I wanted to be coach my kids in sports and be around. You wanted to get what you had. Yeah. Yeah. I needed that. Right. And, and working till one, two in the morning isn't going to get you that. So eventually the, the chamber kind of caught wind of that. And they recruited me to leave, to get out of the restaurant industry and go work um, as
1: a membership director. I want to talk about this piece that you said you are a people person. How do you get to know you're a people person? Like, is it, do you have to work on that also? Like, how do you get to know that?
0: Well, I look, you got to work on anything, right? You, I don't care who tells you that they don't work on. You, that, that, uh, you've got to work on it, right? But I think naturally, I genuinely care, right? That's the bottom line. I care about people, right? I don't care if you're the dishwasher or the CEO, right? I, I think I feel like, I'm invested in people and I think, um, I, I, I like to get to know people. I guess I, like, I want to hear about them. I want to hear their stories. Right. You and I talk about it. I'd much rather talk about you than me
1: Absolutely. all day long. I know that for sure.
0: Yeah. And, and, um, so I, I've always been that way. Right. I, I, my aunt would tell me growing up, ah, you're going to be the mayor one day. You're like the mayor got kind of a guy. You always run around talking to people. You want to be friends with everybody. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I naturally have that, but, you got to work at it too right because i'm not perfect there's days where i don't want to talk to anybody <laughs>
1: right you know what i mean Real.
0: you know we're we have to be on in our world you know we're, we're talking to people all day long have to be on and there's times where i get home sit on the couch and i don't even turn on the tv i just sit there in dead silence and it's, it's awesome right. so everybody has those moments but you you've got to work at it
1: but I, I think another thing i i believe is part of that from you being a people person I believe another key that I've witnessed myself is the power of relationship. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah.
1: You know, I've speak on that first and I'll add to it after.
0: I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the relationships that I've built over the years. Right. I think the chamber early on in this community gave me the opportunity to do that. Right. And, and I'm not saying that cause I'm the CEO of the Palm beach North chamber. I mean that. And I think, um, you know, Everything you do in life's about relationships, whether it's your relationship with your kids or the relationships with your dentist or the relationships that you have with the guy doing the podcast right now, right? Everything you do in life. And those relationships have really helped me in my career. Like if you would have asked me, I just turned 45. So if you would have asked me 24, 25 years ago, you're going to be running a chamber in Palm Beach County. I would have told you what's a chamber, (laughs) Your aunt knew,
1: right? Your aunt knew because she told you uh, you're going to be the mayor. I guess but she's working towards it. I don't know if is
0: the same. It's very different. Oh my I, know. I have a lot of mayor friends, and trust me, my job is very different than their job. But um, they, you know, it, it, I, I kind of lost my train of thought here, but
1: it is. Ah, I lost my train That's of me. thought. It's me. I do it to people all the time. I lost my train of thought. No, I, I think it goes back to. The power of relationship. That, that's oh, the relationship. conversation that's we're, what having. we're talking about. Yeah,
0: relationships everything. Like you know, there's people because of the relationships that I've had with people. People have, have, mentored me and helped me grow. You know, have steered me in the right direction. Have have really put me under the wings and and got me in front of the people that I needed to get in front of to get to where I'm at today. You know, and and I, I till this day, I still have tons of mentors and people that genuinely care about me just as much as I care about them that want to see me succeed and they continue to help me. And that's all about relationships, more on relationships, right? People do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? And, 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 and this isn't just business, right? I'm just using business as an example, but you're going to spend time with people that you have a relationship with, right? You and I just talked about, you know, it's not easy to have deep conversations in a business setting because we're running around, networking and trying to meet people but relationships takes it to another level and everything we do in life is about relationships
1: and and i've watched that so i i could speak on your authenticity and from the beginning like i like we were talking before we started um recording when i first moved my office to um revere beach on singer island you and gail you know the relationship like, I felt like I knew you guys for 20 years. You know, Gail's going to treat you like you're her child. Like, come on, Beethoven, and do it. But the way you came in, it was so authentic. And it was like, listen, this is going to be good for you. Sign up. See you tomorrow. And even when, you know, when I was going to events when when I first got started, you guys were actually, who do you want to meet? Who do you want to talk to? Where do you want to go? And watching you guys put people in position to connect, I think that's to see. Because I've, I've joined other chambers. I've been in several events. But you guys are really, like, you especially, even as a CEO, you're underground ground level. You're on the floor touching and, peop- and putting people together. I believe that's a game changer. But I want to um, go back because I want to still talk about your growth and your wisdom and the things that you went through to get to that position to where you are today. So once you got into the chamber, what was it with the chamber that made you lock in the way you did? And to, you know, I don't want to go into where you are right now, but what was it when you said I'm gonna leave bone fish girl, I know it was because of family reason, but why the chamber? Well, I took a big chance. To, I mean, I, I, I took a big risk doing that. Right. Cause I took a
0: huge pay cut. You know, I, I was and, and remember I had a young family at the time, you know, my wife was just getting back into working. Um, so, you know, I, I took, I took a big chance, but I'm going to be honest with you. It was one of the best things that I did. Right. Um, the chamber, you know, for me, I, for some reason I have, I, I feel like I have the, the skill set to be in that world, right? It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a business where you're dealing with people every day and every day is different, right? Um, and you also feel like you're making a change and making a difference in people. We talked about connecting people and bringing this guy over to meet this guy because he wants to meet a plumber, right? Or this guy wants to meet a financial, you know, a, a finance guy. Um, and, and that part of the job is so gratifying. Like that, that's what we do. That's what I do every day. We still, as a CEO, I'm still doing that. Right. I see you. I It's see all you. about connecting people. And that's the, you know, one of the biggest strengths we have, because we have many strengths. Right. But that's the job. And I, I, me personally enjoy that. Like, I want to help people succeed. And we live in a community that, um, you know, a very special community that I feel, um, feels the same way. We want to see each other grow. We know how what a special place we live in, and we want to all be successful. And, and And I get to be the connector, right? And that's what the chamber does. And and to me, with my personality, who I am as a person, I enjoy it. Like I I can't tell you, when was the last time I got up and said, oh, "I gotta go to work today." I don't don't I might be a little tired because we had an event the night before. There might be something going on, but I work with such an amazing team that is just as authentic as I am that care just as much as as I do, um, and that are passionate about connecting people and helping people and really
1: making a difference in the community. It's such a good gig, Beethoven. That's a game it, it really is. That's it a really game for really really Now you got, so let's go back into the family side. So now you're raising young family. You and your you know ex-wife now. What was that and how, you know, I want to talk about this. How scary was it for you? A lot of people don't talk about that part.
0: Uh, it was scary. You know, I mean, it, it was just like anybody else, right? Money was tight. You know, we're just trying to figure it out. Um, I'm taking this chance. My, my ex-wife at the time wasn't happy about it. Um, you know, it, it, we still had, our bills didn't, you know, didn't shrink at all. So yeah, it, it was scary. Of course it's scary. But I was going to make it happen. You know, I, I what you don't know is that I had a couple businesses too, right? Like I had a cleaning business where... We were cleaning offices and restaurants and I was working at night doing that. There was a point in time where I drove an Uber Uber for a few months because I wanted I, we needed to make ends meet. So, you know.
1: You had I, to figure it out.
0: You have to figure it out. And and there's no way
1: I was gonna
0: fail. It was, I was I was nervous and I was scared, but there's no way I was gonna fail.
1: And man, that's so it's so real because I you know the feeling. Now, when it comes to coaching yourself, like, I mean, I want to get to this real part, which is important. When it comes to the divorce part, how real was that for you?
0: Oh, it was tough. You and I, you and I share that, you know, we, we, we you and I have both talked about that, right? You've got this family, you know, being a Cuban, you know, growing up in a Cuban family, family's everything, everything. And, and and it was tough, you know, here, you know, divorce is tough for anybody. and you know, but that was a moment in my life that really changed. We've talked about it. It really changed the, the trajectory of, of my career, of my life, me as a person I've grown. Cause I made a lot of mistakes. You know, I, I made a lot of mistakes. I think we both did, um, you know, but it was tough, man. It was tough. Divorce is not fun. I mean, anybody could tell but you how. Not.
1: How do you get out of the rut? Like, how do you get out the mud of divorce? Because for me, it was extremely difficult. Because the thing is, you who do you ask advice and opinion? Like, hey, what do you do? How do you get out of the? <laughs> like, because like where do like where do you go ask the information? Like, where do you look uh, that up? And it and everybody's different. Everybody deal with deals with it different.
0: I had an amazing circle of friends that really cared about me, you know, and 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 really. Um, you know, just, they, they just they took care of me, you know, and and helped encourage me to go out and do things and stay
1: busy and, and, and I um, believe staying busy was a key to success to to, to, to kind of get out that rut. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, Beethoven, you know, you, you're, you've got this like routine that you got every day. Right. And then all of a sudden from one day to the next, you're sitting in an apartment by yourself and you're like um uh, <laughs> what do you do what time's baseball practice um do I need to take anybody anywhere so i mean you know i i, I don't talk about this a lot right so welcome
1: to welcome <laughs> to Hustle's testimony where we talk about everything noel but it was tough. it's tough it it's was tough, tough. How but, was it, with but, the but it was the
0: best thing that ever happened to me and and it was tough on my kids early on it definitely was you know i saw it in them but they're amazing they're doing great and their mother's doing great um you know we've got an amazing relationship we're very proud of our two children. You know, we, we laugh all the time that, um, man, the one thing that we did, right. We did a lot of things, right. Right. So hopefully she doesn't, she's probably going to hear this. Hey, we did a lot of good things, right. I swear. (laughs) Uh, but, um, you know, our kids are amazing and her and I together did that. And we continue to do that because we're still parents, even though my kids are adults now, but, um, but you know, that that was just a chapter. That was just a chapter in our lives. And we got through it. She's happy. I am so happy. Things are doing well. Our kids are doing great. So, you know, if anything, it was probably a really good thing that we we had to go through that.
1: What's the one advice you would give someone that's going through that?
0: You know, don't don't be scared to tell people how you feel. Don't be scared to talk about your feelings. Um, you know, and make sure you got a good circle, a good group of friends around you that that you could talk to and let them know how you feel.
1: And, which is amazing advice. I won't add to it right now, but I will later. I want to get into right after that, you said I lit a fire under you. Oh, what yeah. was next for you after that?
0: My whole, you know, my whole life kind of took off after that. And this wasn't that long ago. And we're talking, what, s- five, six years ago, something yep. like that. Something like that, I think it was. I, um, you know, at the time... You know, I had gone through Leadership Palm Beach County, which, you know, I'm a huge fan of. I'm a, Absolutely. I love that organization inside and out that, or I say it, that organization saved my life. Not didn't save my life, but changed my it. life. Changed my life. And, um, I was on the board of Leadership Palm Beach County at the time and we're walking out of a board meeting and we just, you know, they just announced that our, our, uh, CEO at the time was leaving. And um we needed to to start a search for a new CEO and and the chair, Nancy Prophet, who is um hopefully hears this because I love that lady to death. She um comes up to me after a board meeting and she goes, I really think Noel, you should go after that. I think you would be great. And I looked at her and I'm like, Me? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> wow, okay. Um, all right. Um, yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll look into it and I'll take a look at it send me the job description and I'll look into it. And, you know, I talked to a few other friends that were on the board and, and some people from my leadership, Palm Beach County class, and they encouraged me to go after it. And like anything else, right. I prepared, I learned as much as I can. And I knew pretty, I knew the organization inside and out cause I was very engaged and very involved. Um, I know how to run a business. Remember I ran a $4 million business with, you know, 50, 60 employees, so, you know, the business side of it, that's easy. The people side, I got it. I'm like, wait a second. I could probably, I could actually do this. I could do this. So prepared, um, had to interview in, in, in a room of my peers, my friends, which is very uncomfortable. You know, you know, I was close to some of them, some not. That, that's hard, man. You got to go interview in front of a group of your friends is a little different. But I, I felt at the time that I knocked, you know, the interview out of the, I, I, no one's going to ever be more prepared than me, Beethoven. You know, and that's one thing that my parents taught me early on, right? Um, if I'm walking into a meeting or something like that, I I, I know what I'm walking into normally. And, and, and I was very, very prepared for that interview. And, and I was so fortunate enough that they offered me the position. And I ended up, I was there for two years. And that right. organization is so special. Like I got to meet the who's who of Palm Beach County because of it. And not just meet them, get to know them right? Get to know what, about their family and their kids. And, 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 and then I learned about all the different issues that we're having in the County. And I'm working with elected officials and, and, and and trying to bring the community together to do a lot of stuff. And man, we had a great run. You know, I I was fortunate enough to hire two amazing young women that helped me. We, We were an amazing team and, and really did some great stuff over there. And then, you know, um, and then, you know, eventually the opportunity with the chamber came up.
1: You know, I could literally like, I'm sitting here reminiscing about the time you came to the cafe. And you know, when I was, I think it was like the grand opening, like two days after the grand opening. And the, I felt like you were defeated from the, devo- like, you were like, Beethoven, it's real right now. <laughs> and you're going like, cause we get a chance to talk about our personal lives often. I think that's, we we'll probably do that more than business when we talk, you know, yeah, just, we definitely do, you know, but I I could never forget looking at pictures and things that I could, f- I, I could genuinely feel you were getting, you were getting there. You're starting to be happy being part of the um, leadership Palm beach. You could genuinely see you growing and becoming happy. And, and I'm just, I'm sharing this now because I'm thinking about it as, like, you know, as we talk right now, like, from where I saw you to when you were became, you know the the CEO of Leadership Palm Beach, you could genuinely feel through the pictures that I'm getting the hang of this, and I'm actually happy. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I could genuinely say I, I, I'm a witness. I'm a witness to that. So now, the opportunity comes for the for the position with the chamber. Well, how like how was that process? So you know I. W- I've always,
0: you know, had a strong connection to that organization, right? Absolutely. I was a membership director for five plus years. I was a member for a really long time, a very active member. I still, I know that organization inside and out, right? I've got deep rooted relationships in in that organization. So when uh, the CEO, my old boss at the time took another position with another company, you know, it got back to me pretty quickly and Immediately, I knew I wanted to go after that position. Immediately, you know that was my dream job.
1: Still is my dream job. I swear, Noel, like from the beginning, like I this is so that really is like you were meant to be the CEO. Yeah, it's funny people. Uh, people
0: say that you know P- people say that, um, and it, it's I feel it. You know, I I think um, I I love my job. I love my staff. I love the Palm Beach North community. It is special, right? It is special. Very true. We live in one of the most prosperous areas in the country, right? There are statistics that'll show you that we're our county's, by the way, doing amazing too, but the north end of the county is even beating, in certain metrics, the county and the country, and the state and the country. So, you know, we live where everybody wants to live. We live where everybody vacations. We've got the best beaches, the best parks. We've got the best recreational facilities, amazing restaurants, amazing golf. We've got water activities. And think about all the growth that's coming our way, right? Things are getting better. Right here in Riviera Beach, this in 10 years is gonna be a completely different city. Everybody's gonna be talking about Riviera Beach. We've got Jupiter, Palm Beach Gardens, busting at the seams. Lake Park, with the game-changing development going in there, Nautilus 220 on US1. Like, it's such an exciting time to be here. And then to work with those community leaders that are making that happen and helping be a part of that is so special. And on top of that, my team is just dynamite. They're like family to me. And they are just as passionate about about the area, about the region as I am they're working their tails off to, to do the best thing, the best that we can do to help make our region more prosperous. And and I, I'm just very proud to lead that organization. Um, And and it, it's, it, it really is my dream job, man. It uh, really is. How,
1: what do you think and what do you think and what do you feel that it is that the culture in the chamber is this way? Even from your staff to the actual chamber.
0: It's the community. It's a very warm and welcoming community. It's, you know, the North end of Palm Beach County is extremely diverse. And you and I have had this conversation, right? We're more diverse than people realize, right? The chamber represents over 850 businesses, which employ over 45,000 people, right? If you think about that, those people come from all over the place. Some small business owners, some big CEOs, um, the guy that drives a tractor, you know, at, at, at the port you know it's a very very diverse community but it's a very warm welcoming and engaging community and i think we all really appreciate what we have um and um and i just
1: i don't know i'm just very excited about where this community is going and when you said the community is going where is the community going you believe that's a like what do you i mean what kind of secret you have over here? I, I don't here, have any secrets right now, I mean, but what like where, like where like where you know in this interview i would love to let people know some of the things that's actually, because you kind of know more than a lot of people that's probably viewing what's actually happening in North Northern Palm Beach. Well, I,
0: I talked about, I, I talked a little bit about the Nautilus mm-hmm. Nautilus 220 in Lake Park, um, an unbelievable mixed use uh, uh, development that's happening. They're going to redevelop the, the Lake Park Marina that's going to bring in restaurants, um, mixed use space, mm. super high end condos. There's um, a ton of development going on in Riviera Beach. I, don't, I, mean, every, I mean, I think everybody knows what's going on in Riviera Beach. There's a big capital improvement plan with the city called Reimagine Riviera Beach. And they're, they're fixing a lot of, they're building new city hall, new water treatment facility, new fire stations. I mean, they're, they're setting themselves up for the next 10 years that's coming. Um, staying on Riviera Beach, we got the redevelopment of the marina Hopefully, we'll get some restaurants in there, a hotel. We've got um, you know, the whole US-1 corridor in Riviera Beach. That's going to look completely different. different. Like the 100%. south side of it where we are right now, I look at it as it's going to become like a marine slash logistics hub. Very and then on the north side of Blue Heron, I see that becoming very mixed use. People walking, taking their bikes, taking their scooters over to the south side because they got to go to work. Right. Hopefully, we'll have a ton of affordable housing there. Um, you know, it. That's just. You know, that's just Revere Beach. We didn't even talk about the port and their expansion there, but there's tons going on there as well. You've got Palm Beach Gardens busting at the seams with Alton, Avenir, um, all kinds of amazing things going on there. Especially out on the western side, Jupiter is got is, is we've got a ton of people moving into Jupiter. Toquesta, I mean, you're
1: showing off now, Noel. You know, I am, man. I, I love I, I our wanted, community. You know, I, I, asked, I love it. But you, you genuinely know your community.
0: It's it, it's my job to know, right? And and I'm very very fortunate to 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 help bring those people together to make those things happen, right? Um, and you know, we've got a dynamic chamber that that works with all ten of our municipalities and our communities to to help make those things happen, right? And I think. Um, that's kind of why I know what's going on. I mean, yeah, it's kind of yeah. my I job too.
1: Kind of, just a little bit. Kind of. But I, I, I want to, um, for you as the chamber CEO, because I'm here to motivate and inspire up and coming entrepreneurs also. Um, speak a little bit about what you guys do as a chamber to help small business entrepreneurs coming, in, coming up.
0: Yeah, so, you know, 80 we're made up of mostly small businesses, right? 83% of our membership is less than five employees, small, all small business owners. So the chamber gives you, we have all kinds of bells and whistles, right? All everything, everything from our online directory to, um, you know, uh, Ways to market your business and 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 get the news out on different things that are going on in your business through our newsletter and all kinds of different things. So there's various marketing and 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 uh, showcasing opportunities for you in your business. But we also have a small business advisory council made up of some amazing small business owners in in our in our chamber that do a great job of putting together some sort of small business program every month. So whether it's a small business seminar, and it could be anything on how to network. Or how to market your business, or how to, gosh, um, how to write a grant, or how to fill out the PPP loan reimbursement form, things like that. To another very popular event that they do is called the CEO Connection, where they bring in high level CEOs into a room with 20, 30 small business owners. And here's your chance to to get to know this person, a little bit kind of like what we're doing now, right? Um, and, and get to ask them all kinds of questions about their company, their business, how to do how to do business with them, how'd you get there, and so forth. Then we have various networking opportunities. All right. Everything from a monthly breakfast where we have anywhere from a hundred to four hundred people attend to our every other month, we have a business after hours where it's just a networking, a mixer where you could get to meet and other people in the community, build relationships with other people in the community, like we talked about earlier. Um And then, you know, we also produce three major events, right? We produced the Artigraw Fine Arts Festival, which is one of the top ranked art festivals in the country, which has an over $2 million economic impact to the city of of Palm Beach Gardens and surrounding municipalities because those people are eating in those restaurants, shopping in those stores. You know, that's 30,000, 40,000 people in two days come to that event. We've got Art Fest by the Sea in Juneau Beach, which is another great, Juno Beach is another great partner of ours. And of course, the Loggerhead Triathlon we just had in August. So we produced three major events where businesses could get engaged, get involved, sponsor, get some promotion or volunteer and get to know people. I was telling you my story. Reason I fell in love with this community was because of Artie Fine Arts Festival and volunteering. And some of the best friends that I've made um, were because of, of volunteering, getting out there and volunteering and getting to know people. So the chamber does a lot for small businesses, right? And you know, a big part of it, you know, all that networking stuff's great, you know, and and it's all super important. The seminar is really, really important, but the most important thing that the chamber does is advocate for the business community, right? So if there's an issue that comes up that affects the business community, the chamber jumps in and helps support us, whether it's an outdoor seating ordinance or helping the municipality change density um, ordinances or whatever to help bring in a new development that would work. That's where our biggest strengths are, because I I will tell you that the chamber, we're a regional chamber and we, we cover 10 municipalities in the North end of the County, but we've got an amazing relationship with all 10 of them. Like we could pick up the phone and talk to the city manager at any time and, and, and ask questions. Hey, you know, you know, what's this, can you, can you, can you explain this to us? You know, what can we do to help? You know, how, how do we get something like that passed? And I think that's the really the biggest strength the chamber has, and a lot of small business owners don't realize we do that, you know. And that's important to them. Think about it. You know, small restaurant is you own a cafe, you buy this new restaurant, and you want to have outdoor seating. You your customers are asking for outdoor seating. You have the space for it, and you can't do it because you don't. there's no outdoor seating ordinance or anything like that. Like you would not know how to fight for that. Absolutely, you would not know. The, the poor guy is trying to open up a restaurant. How's he going to, who who do I call Has the city? No who do I reach out to? Who do I talk to in zoning to be able to, to help us with that? And the chamber could help you help you with those connections.
1: Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Me or the chamber? You. Well, I am the chamber, right? And,
0: and I'm, I'm going to say that I, I'm going to talk about the chamber. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm gonna talk about the that chamber because so, I am the chamber. I'm not going
1: anywhere. Where am I going? You're so
0: well my God. Where am I going?
1: Absolutely. I love. Well. All right. So no, that's awesome. Our cause community, cause I, I know, I know. You definitely love the chamber. Our
0: community, our community is gonna be very different in five years. Right. We we have a lot of people moving in here. A lot of um a lot of big CEOs are moving their companies into into West Palm, nor, northern Palm Beach County. A lot of those people are all gonna live in North County somehow. Right? That's where we're all going to live. A lot of people don't want to live in downtown West Palm and high rises or anything like that. They're going to come down here. Nothing against West Palm is a
1: great... The family atmosphere is totally it's different. It's a very,
0: very different. So I think our community is going to look very different. I think it's very important that we be that we grow smart as a community. Right, I think we love the quality of life that we have here. Right, We don't have the traffic Miami or Fort Lauderdale has. Um, we don't have... We, we have better infrastructure than, than our, you know, the counties mm-hmm. around us. Um, we've got a lot of great things going on. So what,
1: I don't know why you keep laughing, I'm laughing at me. because he's not going nowhere, guys. That's basically what he's saying. He's constantly going to let me just skip this for this Come part, on, because, and the reason he I'm is doing this because I asked Noel, there's probably the week he got hired. Noel, what's your plan after that? He's like, Beethoven. This is it? I think I'm home. Like I, this is it for me. So I'm trying to see if there was something else that you're gonna say. Yeah, I might go to another. W-.
0: Like I would really say this on a podcast right. too, right? And I, and I try. I, why would you even say that? No, nah, look, I'm not no, going anywhere. No, he's
1: home, man. One thing. I, <laughs> one thing I know about you. You know, you're home. Your your friends are here. Your family's here, and and this is your community. I think you want to see it through. It. There's a lot of amazing things going on in North
0: County. And 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 it, it's a great place to be right now, and um, I don't see
1: myself really going anywhere. No, I know you did. I I try to see if I get like a little tip of you, nah. But nah, I'm messing with you. Unless, no, but unless I'll, unless
0: we can make some money doing this podcast right, thing, no, you got to tell no, me. No, we, can we do that.
1: It's definitely a game changer, and I and I can't wait to the when you guys start a podcast. No, but I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm excited for you, man. I think I love watching you win, and the win is genuine. You really get excited about the people in the community. You you really want the community to win. And I know it gotta get it gets difficult at times because some of it is political. And I don't think that's your first excitement or like the political part, but I know you have to do what you have to do to get to the where you gotta go. And get especially get the community where you gotta go. I watch you put people in place and really work and cultivate the relationship with them. It's not just a drop off and go. You actually build that relationship with them. So everything you're doing, I, I, I've tried to join other chambers. Some of it don't make sense to me because I, I know it feels home is home for me.
0: You, well, know? you don't need to. You don't. You just I, just clearly, I, I I, absolutely, I would never. We talked about that. No, but I can't I, even say you're mentioning other chambers. Yeah, right
1: absolutely. I'm gonna take all that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all <laughs> you that. You gotta out. edit that out. I gotta edit it all out. But no, I, I, I know for sure what you have coming up is really to constantly grow, constantly build home. Um, where you are, um and and I, I can't wait to see five years from now when we do the next show to say, it. I told you he was going to be the come the president of United States yeah I'm right, yeah, no no, but that. thank you man I, I I genuinely appreciate what you do, thank you and how you do it also is important, and I can't wait to be part of whatever you guys have going on. I'm I'm committed to the chamber also I love what you guys do I just have a lot of stuff that I'm doing with this podcast thing right now mm-hmm. um, You know, from when Beth Kegel was there And the, the work that, you know, her giving me an opportunity Hiring me for several jobs And, you know, help me, you know, me help Me being part of the development of this chamber Has definitely impacted my life And I know it's going to keep on going Oh yeah, you know, you know I still call um, on you when I need you I do know that yeah. uh, And, but, i I want to wrap it up with just literally if you had an opportunity if if somebody had an opportunity to hire you, what would they say about you and why like I want to hear what I want to hear from you what people i don't know how to, I really want you to tell me what people see in you when they talk to you about I know you are a people person, what what would people say about me yes is what, what you're asking say about you yes
0: I think you you hit the nail on the head like I think people will tell you that I'm authentic, you know I'm a very passionate guy. Um, you know, I really care about our community. I really care about my staff, my team, um, you know, and, and I'm just an authentic guy, right? Like I, 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 there's no, there, you know, there's no smokescreen, right? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, nor do I think I am. I, um, I, I just want to help connect people. I want us to have an amazing, amazing community. Um, I want to continue to grow and learn, right? Because I'm still growing and learning every single day. So, I, you know, I, I just think people would say, look, Noel's authentic. He's very passionate about his community. He loves his job. Um, and he loves being a part of the Palm Beach North community. <laughs>
1: my man. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you. See you guys later. We out. Bye.